Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know, I almost said Monday version because I thought it was like a weekend. Yeah, my week is all screwed up. I have no idea yeah. what day it is. Yeah. So hope everybody had a good fourth. And uh, what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Um, there was there was a flyover today um, at the Magic Kingdom in honor of the Fourth of July. That's right. We mentioned it the other day, but the Air Force flew over a, a squadron of F-35 stealth fighters and uh, a KC-135 Stratotanker. You know why that was there? Why? Because the Air Force is celebrating 100 years of aerial refueling capabilities. Wow. So not only is the Disney company 100 years old, but we have been able to refuel airplanes in the sky for 100 years. That's pretty cool. It is. So uh, congratulations. Uh, there's some pictures out on the Disney Parks blog. It's very cool. After their flyover, the uh, pilots came back and some of the ground crew came back to Magic Kingdom where they had some pictures taken. And over in Disneyland, uh, they had the band from Camp Pendleton, which is a marine base, performing at the Paradise Garden Bandstand. That's uh, that's a little more low-key than what went on in the Magic Kingdom today. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, though. And that's the only story of note from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right, a closing date has been announced for the holiday overlay at the Haunted Mansion. That's right. As has been the case for the past, I don't know, decade or so, the Haunted Mansion gets the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion holiday overlay, and that takes place in the fall and early winter for uh, Halloween and Christmas seasons. And they've uh, determined that the mansion is going to close on August 14th, and it will reopen on September 1st, so a little over two weeks to set the mansion up with the holiday overlay. And now let's shoot across to the other side of the country and see what's going on at Walt Disney World. Well, a lot was going on at Walt Disney World um, over the past few days, really just um, on the 4th. But they did a lot to celebrate Independence Day. That's right. But on the 3rd and 4th, Magic Kingdom had fireworks. They had Disney's Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. So that involved a lot of stuff. They had a DJ booth at the Cashel Stage. You know, the crowds gathered early for their fireworks. I bet. Uh, because that is a big fireworks show. So they had some DJs. They had MCs. People camped out for the fireworks. They had a DJ booth in Frontierland. Um, they had a DJ booth in Tomorrowland. So much DJ. So many DJs. So much music. Uh, they had um, some Hubgrass fireworks viewing areas set up. Uh, they closed those areas at 4 p.m. in preparation. And, uh, you know... They reserve that for uh, Club 33 members. Oh, fancy. So that is nice. And then, of course, in the evening, they had the um, fireworks show, the Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. So lots going on, and you'll be hearing about what went on in some of the parks and in some of the resorts for the 4th of July as we go through today's podcast. All right. The Disney World monorails displayed some red, white, and blue undercarriage lights to celebrate the 4th of July. That's right. These new LED lighting effects packages were added in 2021 as part of the resort's 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be here to stay. So if you saw the monorails over the weekend, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they did have red, white, and blue lights coming from their undercarriage. Dates are filling up for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It is actually sold out for Halloween night. So the actual, what you should have said was date are filling up. Uh, we've only filled up one date so far. So. so the dates are filling up. They're not full yet. They are filling up and one is full. Right. So uh, if you were planning to go to the Halloween party on the uh, 31st uh, and you haven't purchased your tickets, you're out of luck. <laughs> Great. 
At Tom Sawyer Island in the Magic Kingdom, they have removed the Barrel Bridge. That's right. The Barrel Bridge is gone. It looks like uh, as you look across the rivers of America, you, you know, there's just kind of like an empty little piece of pier. Uh, the bridge connects to both sides. Hopefully the uh, bridge is just gone for a little bit of refurbishment. They have put walls up on either side of the bridge entrances so that the, uh, you know, so that no one stumbles. No into one the water. jumps into the water. Right. At Tiana's Bayou Adventure, they have done a lot of work recently on the landscaping. That's right. They've removed the big tree that was in the peninsula part of the flume, and they've also covered the flume up. So the uh, you know flume area is protected while they're doing work on the um, on the landscaping. They've put metal, metal and wood planks over the flume. I think and, the biggest uh, thing for that is just that it's easier to walk back and forth over. It is easier to walk back and forth. And if they're removing trees and putting trees in, it will keep debris from getting in that flume area, which will be less to clean out afterwards. Correct. At Epcot, they were doing something special for the 4th of July also. Mickey and friends at their meet and greet were dressed in their Spirit of 76 attire. That's right. Their Spirit of 76 attire. Of course, that's 1776, celebrating America's independence. Uh, and Goofy uh, Goofy Mickey and Pluto. Pluto doesn't have the full outfit. Just he just hat. has a, a tri-corner hat. Um, but uh, Mickey and Goofy were dressed in their finery. Uh, actually, Chip and Dale were there also. Okay. Um, Donald was advertised, but there was no word on if he actually appeared. So uh, they, they were greeting guests over by the American Adventure in Epcot's World Showcase. It's fun to get them in a different outfit. It is. You know, I think it's possible that Mickey has more outfits than Barbie. I think you might be right. Yeah. And then I think Minnie might actually have more outfits than Mickey. I think so, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know who else was in some different outfits? Um, well, I do know because I'm looking right here at the story. It's the Voices of Liberty. That's right. The Voices of Liberty, the acapella group who perform in the American Pavilion. Uh, they actually uh, were in regular street clothes. They normally appear in period garb of the 1700s. And uh, they were in contemporary clothing as they perform patriotic songs for the 4th of July uh, this year. Very nice. They are still working on the area behind Woody's lunchbox at Hollywood Studios, even though it's been more than a year after they started the construction. It's been almost a year and a half. Uh, they put some scrim and uh, rolling planters in place in January of 2022. Uh, they cleared some land. A shaded structure went up. People thought they were putting in some additional seating for Woody's lunchbox. Uh, a mysterious new building appeared back there as well. That might be for the cast or back of house. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a year and a half later. Still no expanded seating. That seating area is a little tough there. Still scrim. Still scrim. So uh, no word on what's going on, but we'll be following this story as it uh, slowly develops. Very slowly. Disney World is auditioning performers for the Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. That's right. Uh, for the new Jollywood Nights performances uh, that are taking place at Hollywood Studios throughout the Christmas holiday season. As Cheryl mentioned, there is a posting now on Disney Auditions, uh, the uh, Disney Auditions website, for two female and two female presenting actors with comic sensibility. Uh, so they think that that will be for... Um, you know, this new show that's going to take place at the Hyperion Theater. It's a dark, dreamlike adventure that follows two fans through a reality-bending exploration of their favorite film, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, is this only going to be for, like, a special party or something that they're doing? Yes, they're doing the sing-along as part of Jollywood Nights. They're okay. doing a sing-along uh, on the grounds of the Hollywood Hotel. I see. 
Disney Springs wanted to make sure that people knew that there were no fireworks for the 4th of July. That's right, because what we're telling you what happened, we're also telling you what didn't happen. Right. Uh, some people assume that there will be fireworks at Disney Springs, uh, and I guess they put signage up last year, but they did put a nice sign up that said, please be advised, there are no fireworks tonight. Or any night. Which is what it should say. <laughs> but, uh, that you know, that wouldn't that make you think if you were a first-time guest at Disney Springs? Like, oh, we'll check the schedule to see what night they're having them. Right. There are no fireworks tonight. Oh, darn. Maybe if we come back tomorrow, right. we'll see them. <laughs> so, remember, there are never any fireworks at Disney Springs. Right. You know, it's a new month, and you know what that means. The new Gideon's Cookies that have been released. That's right. And normally, it's just one Gideon's Cookie of the month. Right. But this month, there are two new flavors. Right. So one of them is the new flavor of the month. For July, that is Coconut Caramel Chocolate Chip. Um, and then they also have brought back the Key Lime Chocolate Chip Cookie, and that's for the Flavors of Florida Festival. That's right. The Flavors of Florida Festival is going on through this month. Uh, so the uh, cookies are exclusive for this month. Um, which which one do you think you would like better? You like oh. a good you like a good caramel. I well coconut coconut mm. caramel. I think that would probably be my pick. All right, uh, both cookies will run you six dollars. Uh, the key lime chocolate chip cookie is a vanilla bean cookie dough infused with Florida key lime juice, covered with chocolate chip, and our special key lime crumbs. Uh, that will be available through August thirteenth. So you're going to get a okay. month and a half out of that flavor. Uh, as I mentioned, it is one half pound. The toasted coconut caramel chocolate chip cookie is also $6. And it looks delicious if that's your thing. It's it, not my thing. It is my thing. Yeah, you, you ruin a good chocolate chip cookie with caramel and toasted almond. Uh, it's not toasted almond, it's coconut. Oh, toasted coconut. Either way, you Either don't way, like it. Either way, you ruin it. <laughs> so we told you about some of the various fireworks that have been going on. You know, Magic Kingdom had fireworks. Epcot had their stuff. Right. Uh, now, the thing with the Magic Kingdom, whenever they do fireworks, is they're visible at some of the resorts right. around uh, Bay Lake. And they had some special viewing areas set up over at the Polynesian Resort. You could not go onto the beach unless you were a guest or had a wristband. Okay, uh, that makes sense. And they did wristband distribution. And there was also part of the, uh, they had a resort's beach bash for the 4th of July. And on the July 3rd and 4th, you were able to get wristbands uh, distributed. Over at the Grand Floridian, they had a viewing area set up at the Gasparilla Patio, uh, but apparently they did not give wristbands out, so you did not necessarily have to be a guest. Uh, at the Contemporary, they do have a viewing area on their fourth floor uh, that you can usually watch the fireworks from. However, they also distributed wristbands for their guests. Okay. So normally any other night, you can just go to those areas and watch right. the fireworks. But the 4th of July, because it's a little more special show, uh, there are some restrictions. So just keep that in mind if you're going to be there for the 4th next year. Yeah, or any holiday, really. I feel like they do that um, for for major holidays. Okay. When you're walking around the resort hotels of the Magic Kingdom, if you look down, you might see some not-so-hidden Mickeys. That's right. There are some not-so-hidden Mickeys on the pathway between the Contemporary Resort and the Magic Kingdom. And that's just one of those little touches that makes visiting a Disney World resort so much more special. All right, good. You know what you don't expect to see in the lobby of a very nice hotel? What's that? Boom lifts. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, but you do see boom lifts right now at the resort uh, lobby for the Grand Floridian because they are painting uh, the dome in there. And that's uh, probably like a five- or six-story 
job yeah. and you just, you know, ladders aren't that big. No. So they do have boom lifts up. The areas are all cordoned off and set up with plywood and, and wood sheathing. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see, but also I could see how that would be a little disruptive of your vacation. Yeah. But there's only two lifts and it'll go quickly. There's only two lifts. It's completely like there's plywood all over the place. There's temporary walls. It's a major production over there. Uh, they'll have it done in a week. Well, maybe. The balconies are almost complete on the new Disney Vacation Club Tower at the Polynesian. That's right. They have installed balcony dividers, so that is kind of cool. Uh, this building is pretty big. It is uh, seven or eight stories, and it just towers over everything. I, I still think it ruins the sight line. Yeah, it does. And in entertainment news, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny made $82 million over the weekend, which is right between the estimates of 80 to $85 million that were predicted. Uh, the tough thing, though, is this production had a budget of $295 million, so they're going to need to make about $600 million just to break even. Wow. Um, did you know how they figured that out? No. When a movie – so $295 million for production – Add another $100 million for marketing. Mm. And then every time a ticket is sold, like the first week or two, the movie, uh, the theaters and the studio split the cost of a ticket. So if you sell a $14 ticket, Disney gets $7 and the theaters get $7. Right. So in order to make their money back, Disney needs to sell almost double what they've spent on it. All right. uh, otherwise, it's just not profitable. All right, moving over to Universal Studios Florida, the Music Plaza Snack Stand has reopened, and it has a Coca-Cola Freestyle machine. That's right. The Music Plaza Snack Stand is almost right across the street from Minion Cafe, and they have reopened and added three new freestyle machines, so that is a good thing. Yeah, I love those. I love that about Universal Studios, that you can buy that refillable cup and then use the freestyles. Exactly. We are hearing rumor that the Harry Potter Death Eaters are going to be coming to Diagon Alley at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. Rumor is that they will be there for the Halloween season. They've previously appeared at Hogsmeade Village over at Universal's Islands of Adventure Next Door. This would be their first time in Diagon Alley. Uh, as you may know, the Death Eaters are the servants of Lord Voldemort, uh, and they're known for terrorizing, torturing, and killing muggles like us. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. So that's all the news of note for today. We'll be back here on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>